Perfect. How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of Bear Down Uncut, the show where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, in episode number 187 of Uncut, we are back discussing the Bears' waiver claims before week one of the regular season. The Bears brought in a couple of players today, six total, I believe, the notable one being former first-round pick Alex Leatherwood of the Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to be discussing whether or not Leatherwood can come into Chicago and succeed and potentially develop into a starter and much more. Welcome back to the channel, guys. It feels so, so good to be back. Uh, it has been, I think, about six or seven weeks since we last recorded. Uh, the content was not great all summer, I'll be completely honest. I also will be the first one to say, uh, us, the Bear Down team entirely, uh, this summer we shifted our focus to gaining a platform on Twitter. However, behind the scenes, we are still working. Uh, we've been working on a podcast schedule. We have a really good regular season schedule planned for you guys. I believe five videos a week. Uh, starting next week, so we're really glad to be back. Appreciate you guys who are listening right now and still continue to support us, but if you haven't already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, share the podcast anywhere, give us a five-star rating. We're going to be bringing you guys the most comprehensive Bears coverage throughout the regular season. We're really looking forward to it, but just to introduce myself, it feels good to be back once again. I am your host, Chris Malpe. Beside me, I am joined by my co-host, Parshaw. As you can see, different setting uh, than you saw us in all summer. We are both back uh, in the state of Indiana, uh, completing our junior and senior years of college. So Parth, uh, we went to training camp uh, a couple of weeks back. It was good to see the team in person, but uh, how ready are you for this regular season? And how have you been? How, how's everything going? Things been going great. Um, like you said, I moved back in, back to my house here in Indiana two weeks ago. Excited to be back here in Bloomington, um, ready to get this year on. Uh, so there's that um, school-wise. But football-wise, I'm very excited to see this Bears team. You know, this preseason, they showed me that they can be competitive. Um, you know, it's not all about roster talent. Sometimes it's about the right guys and the right right team, the right fits. And, um, you know, I think we can see a lot of that with the Bears this year. Um, I feel like they've brought in guys who fit pretty well with the scheme that the Bears want to do on offense and defense. Um, I liked what I saw out of Justin Fields this preseason. Um, I thought he was able to get going, especially in that third game. So excited to see what this Bears team can bring. Um, we got lots to talk about. And like Chris said, we're just ready to get our content back going. Um, this As soon as the season starts, we'll get three to four videos out weekly, I hope. You know, just talking about the pregame show, postgame show. Um, three key matchups and stuff like that. So we'd love to get that starting to push that, starting to push that out. Um, you know, as the season rolls along, there's a lot, a lot to talk about, and I'm excited for this. Yeah, definitely our most lackluster summer. I think we only had about five or six podcasts the whole summer, which is not great on our part. However, we did shift our focus to Twitter. We're doing good on there now. Uh, the links to all of our social media profiles, as always, is down in the description. But it feels good switching it up sometimes, not always focusing on social media, talking a little bit. Uh, we've got a great following here on the podcast. So let's hop right into it. It might be a little rusty, but let's get into it. So it became official at 12 p.m. Eastern time today that the Bears claimed six players off of waivers. Uh, only 33 players total 
were claimed off of waivers after they were cut during the 53-man cutdown yesterday. So of all the waivers that happened, the Bears uh, took part in 18% uh, of all of them. If you take a look at Ryan Pace's track record this offseason thus far before we get into it specifically, Parth, I just want to touch on it a little bit because it's been interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems like, you know, we're so used to this Ryan Pace fast, quick movement. Let's do this. Let's sign a ton of players in free agency. Let's trade up in the draft. Let's make corrections immediately when needed. But it seems like Poles has been more reactionary this offseason letting other pieces fall to him, waiting for other teams to falter and potentially release players, look to trade players like a Nikhil Harry or an Alex Leatherwood like we're about to talk about. Uh, and it seems like the Bears have been there to pounce in the moments when you least expect them. So before we get into this, uh, just talk to me a little bit. Do you like how Polz's strategy has panned out so far this offseason? Because it hasn't really been the most traditional one, in my opinion. Yeah, no, definitely had a, it hasn't. Um, something us Bears fans aren't used to as well. Like you said, Ryan Pace was very different. Quick to pull um, the at, trigger in every instance. Exactly. exactly. Um, at first, I was a little bit hesitant you know, about Ryan Poles, but I'm going to give him credit where credit's due. I think he's done a great job building this roster with the tools he was given this offseason. Um, yes, I could have. I wished he would have spent more money in the offseason, but you know, I think he's looking forward to next year and spending that money and just hoping to see production out of guys that – are here right now, and I have no problem with that. I think he did a great job with the offensive line. Uh, I think I'm, I'm very excited to see how this offensive line plays together. I feel like we've got some guys who can play all over the place, and if we can get the fits right in the right group of five, um, this offensive line can be really good. Um, and, uh, yeah, other than that, I think Poles, you know, he did get his criticism early on. You know, he did make a flash move by trading Khalil Mack. That was very risky on his part, but it was the right thing to do at the time, and I'll give him credit for everything he's done so far. Yeah, it seems like Poles is really trying to build this team up from the ground. There's so much we missed, uh, at least talking about here all summer. Uh, But I think it's important you bring up the money the Bears have next year. Obviously, the one thing dwelling over the Bears in terms of next year right now is not only uh, the Roquan Smith situation, but they have to re-sign David Montgomery as well. Decisions are going to have to be made there. Uh, and even if they sign, re-sign both of those guys, they are still going to be at the top of the league in terms of money next year. So maybe more of an aggressive standpoint next year. But we've seen Poles build this team around Justin Fields. We've seen him bring in a very solid rookie class. Uh, I believe nine of the ten guys drafted made the 53-man roster, as well as three undrafted free agents. We've seen great uh, rookie training camps and preseasons from guys like Jack Sanborn, Trenton Gill, Braxton Jones, Valus Jones, seems like he's going to have a big opportunity uh, to contribute to this team this year. And also, finally, Jaquan Brisker, who looks like he's going to be insane. And then Kyler Gordon has been healthy. He has been playing some good football. So looking forward to not only the regular season, but what pace has – or pace – jeez, man. Uh, what polls has built for the future of this team. Let's hop into the waiver claims today, though. The Bears obviously adding six players – Cornerback Josh Blackwell from the Eagles, defensive end Kingsley Jonathan from the Bills, defensive end Armin Watts from the Vikings, linebacker Sterling Weatherford, uh, one that many have talked about from the Indianapolis Colts. He recently played in college with Dominique Robinson at Miami. He was a fifth-round pick, played safety in college, switching over to linebacker now, and then tight end Trevin Wesco. Finally, the big one, excuse me, offensive line Alex Leatherwood, former 17th overall pick just a few years ago. Parth, a lot of Bears fans coming into today, obviously 
wanted them to address the wide receiver room uh, address. Excuse me. Tyler Johnson was someone who was waived a couple of days ago by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Seems like there was some steam getting built there. However, uh, a team above the waivers, uh, above the Bears and the waivers, the Houston Texans ended up pouncing on Johnson. So this Leatherwood move came as a little bit of a surprise, especially considering that the Bears have to pick up the remaining $6 million of his rookie contract. However, uh, I do like that the Bears are giving a first-round talent who clearly has a high ceiling a chance. So when this move was announced earlier today, what were your immediate reactions, and do you like the idea of the Bears giving Leatherwood a flyer on this team? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't see him starting uh, week one, that's for sure. Um, but I see no problem with the Bears bringing a guy who had who was you know a first-rounder um, from Alabama with a ton of potential. Um, I feel like this Bears offensive line, once again, has done a great job this offseason. I think what Ryan Poles knows about the O-line, just having the knowledge of playing that position, he, um, I think he can get Alex something out of Alex Leatherwood. If he thought there was something there, uh, I do trust him, as all offseason he's gotten guys like Lucas Patrick, um, what's his name, Braxton Jones um, in the draft. You know, I think he's done a great job. He's reworked Tevin Jenkins. That's a whole situation we haven't even talked about either, but it seems like he's the unprecedented week one starter now. Yeah, right as a right guard. Yep, right guard. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, what, what Poles has done and what his ideas with the offensive line are, I'm not going to contradict him with that. I feel like he's a very good GM at that, at that, at that position at least. Um, um, I, I, I do see Alex Leatherwood getting a chance on this team if there are injuries uh, later down the road. Um, you can never give up on a first-round pick, especially three years into his career. I feel like uh, you got to give guys time to develop, especially at an offensive line. That position is very hard to play in the NFL. And um, Leatherwood, once again, from Alabama, who's produced some really good talent in the National Football League. I think if there's anything that we've learned this offseason from watching the Bears, it's that Justin Fields obviously succeeds the most when there is good blocking. Uh, we've seen the Bears try and use uh, a, diff a different combination of offensive linemen all the way back from the start of training camp when they brought in Michael Schofield, who now uh, obviously has been waived as well. So they've got Tevin Jenkins in there, Lucas Patrick when he'll be healthy, Braxton Jones at left tackle, Larry Borum on the right side for now. Uh, or perhaps Riley Reef, and then obviously Cody Whitehair. But it seems like Fields, obviously, protection is going to be very important this year, uh, perhaps even more so than who's catching the ball for him. Justin can make the plays, extend the plays with his feet, deliver to his receivers, or use his legs to pick up uh, pick up yards on the ground if the blocking is there. So, I, I you know, I like this move. I like the Bears giving Leatherwood a flyer. Um, Leatherwood, I keep saying Weatherwood, Leatherwood, Leatherwood, Leatherwood. Um, I like the Bears giving uh, Alex a flyer here. Uh, obviously, if you take a look at his situation with the Raiders, realistically, I feel like he was selected too high. I remember back uh, just a year ago in that draft when he was selected, uh, he was someone in 2020 coming into the league, uh, excuse me, two years ago who was mocked as an early second-round pick, and some people even saw that as a little high for him. He was thrown into a situation uh, with the Raiders, and everyone knows what happened with them last year with John Gruden and Henry Ruggs. Uh, there was controversy surrounding that team all year, so I am a big fan 
of the uh, of the move to pick him up, give him a fresh start. Uh, Coach Matt Eberflus said uh, just a couple of minutes ago in his press conference that they got no bad reports about Leatherwood. I agree with you, Parth. I don't see him starting immediately. I've also read online he traditionally is a tackle, but I have read online that he will be much more productive at guard. So maybe a predecessor to Kobe Whitehair, Cody Whitehair, is in the building. Uh, that is something that's going to be interesting to talk about down the road. But I do like the Bears uh, and their front office, especially Ryan Paul, someone who, if Braxton Jones is any indication, if Lucas Patrick is any indication, if bumping Tevin Jenkins inside is any indication, knows a lot about fixing an offensive line. I absolutely trust each and any move that he makes to try and continue to improve that unit moving forward. Let's talk a little bit about Leatherwood's future in Chicago. However, uh, it seems like he's going to come in. Maybe he could compete uh, to be a starter at the tackle position, but I think ideally down the road, you'd want to bump him inside the guard unless you can develop him at that tackle position. Uh, so it seems like regardless right now, he's probably going to come in and participate with the second team, at least as far as week one is concerned. I know there's only about 11 days until the season starts, so it seems like it would be uh, a little wild if they ended up starting him week one. But, Parth, you talked about him having increased opportunities down the road. Uh, I believe he is still only 23 years of age. Uh, there were some potential discipline issues with the Raiders. Hopefully the Bears can clean that up. Down the road, uh, whether it be later this season, uh, next year I believe the Bears – uh, are holding on to Leatherwood for the next three seasons per the waiver they picked him up on. Uh, can you see him developing into a starter in Chicago down the road? Yeah, um, you know, we'll never count that out. Um, I feel like he came into the league with a lot of talent. Um, uh, like you said, uh, he did go a little earlier than we thought he would have, but um, I have no problem with him becoming a starter for the Bears, you know, even if it come, happens to be this year um, due to an injury. I feel like Leatherwood struggled a lot with penalties, and uh, those are coachable. Um, you know, this Bears offensive line um, last year struggled a lot, and um, we saw that. Um, but And we were putting guys out there who were seventh-rounders that Pace drafted just because we did, hadn't drafted any offensive linemen in that draft. Um, but I think Leatherwood obviously has more talent than guys I think we put out last year. Um, and I could definitely see him developing uh, in Chicago. You know, you just got to give some guys some time. I feel like if he rides the bench for a little bit, looks at film, um, get some time with the other guys. Uh, learning from Cody Whitehair also wouldn't be such a bad thing either. Uh, he's been a great offensive lineman for the Bears for a very long time. There's a reason why Ryan Poles has kept him. He basically flipped the whole entire O-line besides Cody Whitehair this year. So, Cody's someone who's been reliant, reliable, um, will get the job done every day, day in and out. And I think Leatherwood can also turn into one of those players. For yeah, I think giving Leatherwood, obviously, as I said earlier, a fresh slate, uh, a fresh opportunity uh, to be able to prove himself is important. Uh, I do believe one day down the road, maybe he could earn opportunities in Chicago. And it wouldn't surprise me if it came at either the guard or tackle position this season. Uh, knowing that players get injured, uh, just an aspect of football. Uh, he was thrown into the starting role last year for the Raiders, obviously, uh, both at right guard and at right tackle. He's someone who has been more successful in the run blocking game than the pass blocking game. Uh, he finished last season with a brutal 29, uh, I believe 29 flat pass blocking grade from PFF, uh, pro football focus last year. Uh, so it, it hasn't been pretty for Leatherwood. However, he has shown flashes. Um, and once again, 
if there's anyone thus far who has been able to get the best out of offensive linemen, it has been Ryan Poles. You take a look at Braxton Jones and Tevin Jenkins specifically. Uh, I don't think I, any of us thought that either of them were going to start this season, and it seems like they are the unprecedented starters. So we'll see when the opportunities eventually roll in for Leatherwood. I'm not exactly sure when to expect them, but I do believe one day uh, he has an incredibly high ceiling. People still continue to say that. Uh, it seems like uh, a, a lot of people online uh, seem to believe that he is going to be moved over uh, to the guard position in Chicago, especially after Coach Matt Eberflus didn't specify where they are going to play him. But I do believe that if Leatherwood can put his head down, grind, continue to learn, uh, the job might be his in Chicago one day, and I'm definitely rooting for him. Before we close this off, a little bit of a long uncut, at least in terms of what we normally do here. Uh, we're going to talk about any other Bears roster moves from today. Uh, Parth, as you know, obviously, they signed five other players to the practice squad, or five other players uh, from waivers to the active roster, and I believe they also signed twelve players to their practice squad. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and answer this question first, if you don't mind, Parth. But just talking about uh, any other roster moves that we are fans of, uh, I gotta say it. I absolutely love the Bears signing of defensive tackle Armin Watts from the Vikings. He is someone who is primarily waived because they don't. He doesn't fit. Uh, the new 3-4 defensive scheme that the Vikings are going to be running this year. However, he is a quality signing. He is a quality veteran who is still young and can make an impact immediately on this Bears team. He had a solid year last year with the Vikings, racking up 46 tackles, five sacks, as well as three additional tackles for a loss. Uh, just another example of Ryan Pace waiting it out uh, until, a, a, you know, a player with experience uh, that potentially could fit the mold of this team moving forward fell to the Bears. So I really like the addition of Armand Watts. Uh, the Bears ended up parting ways with uh, last year's seventh-round pick Kairis Tonga to make this move happen. However, uh, I think it's clear to anyone that uh, Tonga was doing okay throughout the entirety of the preseason. Watts will be able to make a big impact immediately on this team. So I would say that is most definitely – my favorite move, Parth. You can uh, you can run uh, you can run around the track with me and double down on this, or uh, go for something else. But who is a roster move, either a waiver claim or a player added back to the Bears practice squad uh, that you were happy that they brought in slash back today? I was really happy, like you said, they brought in Watts. Um, the, the Vikings are switching to a three four defense while the Bears are trans transitioning into a four three defense. So this works out perfect for us. And in nine games last year, he had five sacks, two forced fumbles. Um, and that Vikings defense is always ferocious. They play with a lot of heart, a lot of passion. Um, and um, I'm excited to see how he can do under this Bears defense. I think he will actually end up playing some meaningful time with us, um, especially because of how well he played last year. Um, and I was also excited to see Isaiah Coulter make the practice squad. Um, he's someone who flashed out in training camp. Um, I really wanted him to make the roster, but obviously the Bears have better guys there at that position, but I'm just excited to see him in the practice squad and hopefully get some reps later down the road if needed. Yeah, Coulter was really consistent throughout the entirety of preseason. The Bears just put wide receiver Tajay Sharp on season-ending IR. They ended up not putting Nikhil Harry on IR, which would you which uh, you would assume you'd take from that that uh, obviously he'll be ready before – four weeks from now because they didn't even put him on IR 
after the time when it would have been season ending would have been. So you'd assume Nikhil Harry will come back soon, but Coulter might get chances. Uh, taking a look at the rest of the practice squad, a couple other solid additions. I really liked tight end Chase Allen throughout preseason. Uh, they bring back Thomas Graham Jr., who a lot of Bears fans still have a lot of hope in. And Symbol Webster is another one. And then uh, crap on them all you want, but I actually think Nathan Peterman had a better preseason than Trevor Simeon, so excited to see him back as well. This concludes our episode number 187 of Uncuts. Uh, feels good to be back. Definitely good to get some rust off, but, but thank you guys all so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, do us a favor, drop a like, subscribe, share, give us a five-star rating wherever you may be listening. We are going to be bringing you guys during the regular season four to five videos a week. We're also going to be bringing you guys videos throughout these next eight to ten days before the season gets underway to prep you guys for week one against the 49ers. Feels so good to be back, though. Uh, if you want more content from us, head to our website, beardown.com. You can find columns, articles, and blogs getting started up once again prepping you guys for the week one home opener. If you would like to find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, see sneak peeks of guests we're having on, because we are definitely going to be bringing back different journalists and former Bears players. You can find sneak peeks of those before the episodes drop live on Instagram and Twitter at Bear Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media pages down in the description for myself, as well as Parth, uh, as well as Jalen, uh, who is starting his freshman year of college. So might be away for a couple of weeks while he gets all of that underway as well as Zach and everyone on our team. Our team is way bigger than just the people you see on screen. Uh, but it feels so good to be back covering what I believe is our fifth season. Now our third consecutive actually doing it consistently. I promise it will be consistent during the season, uh, but it feels really good to be back nonetheless. And it feels so good that football is right around the corner. Parsha. I uh, can't keep saying it enough, but feels good to be doing this again. Uh, whenever we hop on here and talk about football, there's always something noteworthy to talk about. Uh, and not only did we have that today, but we're 11 days away from the Bears preseason or regular season opener against the 49ers. Any last words before we sign off here? Yeah, no. Uh, Darnell Mooney days away. Um, wide receiver one. He's going to have a big year. Um, that's where I'm going to end it off on. I got a question for you. So you're yeah. wearing a Super Bowl hat with the Bengals and the Rams from last year. Who do you think is going to do better between the two teams this year? Definitely the Rams. Um, I feel like the Bengals are actually going to take a step back. Um, I think the Ravens will take a step forward and actually win that division. Um, while the Rams, I think their team is very strong top to bottom on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they just added uh, what's his name, Bobby Wagner. So they're only getting stronger on that side. And Allen Robinson, I think, is going to have a big year for the Rams this year. Looking forward to Allen Robinson, but I find it interesting you bring up the Ravens. I feel like there are a ton of big-time journalists saying the sleeper pick for MVP this year is Lamar Jackson, and he's looking yeah. to earn a new contract as well. So, yeah. hey, we're not only Bears fans, we're football fans in general, and we are very happy to have it back. Guys, it's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. We've got more content coming throughout the rest of this week heading into the weekend. I believe we're going to have a season predictions video uh, slash podcast. I always say video and it's a podcast. It's available <laughs> on all platforms. Uh, season predictions coming out soon. I'm sure we're going to be making some individual predictions for how some specific players on the offense and defense are going to do as well. And then we kick it into gear next week. Looking forward to it. Feels so good to be back. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. 
We'll see you, I believe, next on Friday. September is here. Football is back. It feels good to be here, guys. We'll talk to you later. Peace out.